We are back with part two of Hot Takes, Opinions About the Craft. If you did not listen to part one of this topic, please go back one episode, listen to that, and then come back here. Enjoy. Other hot takes. We got friends. I got feelings about patterns. Well, uh, probably not as as popular or popular at all. Um, I'm not, uh, if I see someone who's publishing only on Ravelry and they don't publish anywhere else, like if they don't give me an option to go anywhere else, I probably won't buy that pattern. That is a real hot take. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> to everybody on Ravelry that uses it. Um, no, it's just, if I don't have to use that, I don't want to like I would rather like if you have like and it's not a a means of like I don't like Ravelry it's more like if you have your own website and it's and it's just like it's you own it and that's and it's you're using your own kind of like whatever setup I would much rather give you more of my money than pay whatever fee that you're you that you might you might I know that like if you're you don't have a certain amount of sales, they don't charge it. But if you if you are at that l- higher level of sales, there is a fee that they take. And why are we giving them that fee? Like, I don't need to. I, if you have your own website, I will gladly buy direct from your website. I, I mean, I don't like, yeah, I use the projects on Ravelry, but I don't have to link them like to a pattern like I'm okay (laughs) yeah I mean to an extent I I also think that I love I love that Ravelry is a thing and I use it very frequently at the same time I think that it has not not Ravelry but I think like proliferation of digital patterns has made knitting a little less inclusive to older demographics if that makes sense People who are not comfortable using the internet have a much more limited pool. Or just don't have access. Right. Like, much more limited too. pool of of, des- of designs to choose from. And it, on one hand, yeah, it makes it way more accessible to people who use the internet. But those that don't, if you're only publishing online, it does make things a little bit harder. And it can be a little less inclusive. So... Multi multi platforms is good. Having paper copies for sale is also good. Yeah, <laughs> I think honestly, and I I saw one, I saw this on someone's personal site where they offered the pattern, and then you could like purchase like this add on where they would send you a printed copy like on a nice cardstock of the pattern. Oh, that's which nice. Which I thought was nice because like maybe you don't have a printer, maybe you like whatever you don't want to look at it on your phone. You like. I feel like that having that option like eliminates that, um, you know, you only can have this digitally. Um, I think and I think, too, there's a lot of privilege for just sitting there and going like, well, who doesn't have a printer and who doesn't have the Internet? Because a lot of people, a lot of people don't. And it's, you know, especially I know when we were in um, just the cost of it can be prohibitive, even Internet just in itself. Um, So I'm not going to lie. Every pattern that I have ever printed, I don't have a home printer. I go yeah. to your house and I <laughs> use your printer. I am or the community I'll, printer. <laughs> or I'll use my uh, work computer. Dude, I used to do that all the time. I totally Especially, used to use my work computer. <laughs> I totally mm-hmm. used to do I, I totally like colored ink is expensive. And we didn't have a, a working functional printer until we started Critical Hit. Yeah. Like when yeah. we needed one, we're like, okay, we need to actually get a printer. Yeah. But, um, we, you know, we didn't. And honestly, most of most of the patterns that I used, I used on my phone, which is a pain in the neck. It really is. It is. Um, and I keeps turning off. 
<laughs> Mine keeps turning off. No, but it, it is. It's and honestly, when I go to um to Fiberfest or wherever, I love buying the paper patterns. Like if they have them for sale, I like when you can buy them from the the designer yeah. or the mm-hmm. or the vendor mm-hmm. straight. So it is it is nice to have that option. Pro tip to pattern sellers. <laughs> um have paper copies. Well, you don't have to have them. You could honestly just, you could take orders for them, though. You could do that, Because if you do have that, I mean, if you're, you know, if it gets to that point where you could sell a paper copy, I mean, obviously you would charge shipping and stuff if you're shipping it to somebody. And, but um, the shipping on that's not too crazy. Um, I don't think, it, like, if somebody truly wants that printed copy, like, I think it should be an option. Mm. Um, now I'm going to go change my website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one so of them, option. <laughs> one of our favorite yarn stores, they always, they, when you, if you buy the pattern from the store, they will send it to your Ravelry if you have a Ravelry, but they will also give you a paper copy. I, and well, I like that. I like webs too. Cause webs does that too. Webs does that too. They will, yeah. I've I never bought, bought a pattern from webs. So. I have, I bought a couple of printed patterns from them because they had this really cute cardigan that was up to a seven X and I was like, yeah, Woo-hoo. I want that. I want that. So <laughs> seven X. That's nice. Yeah. No, I, it was like it was like double extra small to seven X. It was like a huge range. Um, well, there's so few patterns out there that are yeah, if truly I, size inclusive. When I when I find the name, I'll give it to you and you can put it on the blog because like it's honestly like it, it, I, there was two of them actually that I grabbed and they were from the same designer. Um, I haven't made them yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you I have it. How many patterns I have not made yet that I have? <laughs> well, talking about size inclusivity, I don't know if you guys know this as a pattern designer, but for the pattern designers out there, um, if you're going to say you're size inclusive, can you actually be size inclusive? <laughs> so that what I mean by that is if you have like 10 inches of positive ease, that doesn't mean that your pattern goes up 10 more inches. <laughs> Like, you know, you're not like if you're saying that there's 10 inches of positive ease, that means without the ease is the measurement that needs to be inclusive. And when we're talking inclusive, we're saying at the minimum 60 inches, but it really for a bust size. But it really should, if you can, go higher than that. And it this isn't even about, you know, I think a lot of people like to harp on this idea that it's about fat people. And I say that being a fat person. This is no insult of being fat. It's bodies. Like, if you have a large bust and you have an incredibly small waist. That happens. Like, mm. if you don't have the option to kind of, like, tailor it to you, it's really hard to find a pattern that suits you, you know? And I think it's important that when you're making something that is, quote-unquote, size-inclusive, that you're truly thinking about all the kind of options that might need to happen. I mean, obviously, you don't need to figure out every little... Obviously, if somebody needs to make a really specific alteration, that is up to them. Or maybe they can contact you, whatever. But it's not like things like the waist and the bust and, you know, very standard measurements should be have an option to kind of go in a certain way. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can you don't have to make it size inclusive, but don't say it's size inclusive. Like, it's it's okay. You only want to make it up to 40 inch bust. Fine. But don't sit there and go, I make size-inclusive patterns. You don't. I'm sorry. You don't. (laughs) I think one of the most frustrating, and I don't, I I 
talked on on my Instagram about having a breast reduction, but before I had a breast reduction and my my bust was large, um, I would get super frustrated because I'd be looking for sweater patterns. And I'm like, okay, this sweater is meant to be worn with 10 inches of positive ease. It's meant to be a nice oversized sweater. Great. And it only goes up to two inches over my bust size. So I can knit this sweater, but it's not going to look like the picture. It's going to look like a skin tight sweater. Mm -hmm. And that's not the look I'm going for. And that is really, really frustrating. It, so if you're going to knit a, a, a like you said, a, a sweater, especially one that that's meant to have a lot of positive ease built into it, you need to make sure that there's positive, positive that there's ease. 10 inches of positive ease, if that's what you're saying, mm-hmm. for all the sizes, not just, okay, well, somebody with a 50 inch bust, yeah, it goes up to 60. So that person can get 10 inches of positive ease. But if you have a 56 inch bust, you only get the best full. you can hope for is four <laughs> inches. Yeah, you need to keep that in mind. There's ease is important yeah there's a huge reason why i haven't made a garment pattern because i if to do it right yeah it's like you really need to put um the extra work into it to make to do all those adjustments i follow a couple of different um instagram folks in particular there's a knit designer her handle on instagram is jp knits things i love following her and this is why she talks about how to size in patterns in 800 different ways. Like I love hearing about all these nitty gritty nerdy details about like this is how we adjust for shoulders. This is how we adjust for armpits. This is how we adjust for busts. This is like in in a way that makes the pattern better. It's not something to like give you more work. It will literally make your pattern better. Like she cares about, you know, not only are you making it up to the 60 inch bust, but it's going to look good on the person who's in a 60 inch bust. It's not just an oversized version of the extra small. It is actually adjusted in multiple places so that the person with the larger bust can actually look the same like or similar just in a larger size. You're not just like, okay, well, the gauge is this many stitches to the inch. So let's whack in two more inches and that's going to give you the right size. That's not how. That's gonna work. Like it's not gonna work. No, it's not. And that's the thing you can tell when the designers put in the effort because you don't just see the increase in the bust. You see it in the shoulders. You see it in the waist. You Mm -hmm. see it everywhere. Like, and the pattern will say like for sizes this through this, you decrease here for this through this. You here you can tell where the effort has been put in to actually grade the pattern and make sure that it it's gonna suit different sizes Mm -hmm. instead of just being like yeah sure throw in a couple extra inches in the bust and bam it's gonna look good on everybody and it's it's not no it's not since we're since i just brought up instagram i have another take do tell social media is a thing okay i'm not gonna say it's a good or a bad thing it's just a thing and some people like using it and some people don't like using it and i i really don't like the push for well, if you don't have a social media presence, how are you going to sell anything? And I'm like, or how are you going to be like, a, you know, part of the knitting community or like, mm, I don't like that. I, I don't think it's important. I just don't, I don't, I, this is coming from somebody that literally only has an Instagram account. I don't have a Facebook. I have a fake Facebook. Like you can actually find me on Facebook because I had to put my freaking picture and my name <laughs> because Facebook thought I was a fraud. But I have a fake account because my line of work requires me to do social media management for my clients. But other than that, uh, and it actually says on the profile, don't add me. I won't add you back. This is a business <laughs> account. Um, so, um, but outside of that, like, I just, 
just I honestly just have the Instagram and there has been many times the cast can tell you there's been many times that I'm like I'm gonna delete it I'm gonna delete it yeah this is it I'm getting rid of it and and, and it honestly just comes from it's it's a for me I find it it can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing and sometimes I just I just don't care. Like, I'm okay if I'm the last one to know about stuff. That's all right. At least everybody else can figure it out and then let me know if it's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually the same way. Yeah. Um, I've been handling the part of my stash Instagram. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, two accounts is too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly. Social it, media is a lot. Yeah. I And I, I can feel that because when I was doing the part of my stash account, it is. It's like you're... You have, and it's not that you don't want to like. Obviously, with part of my stash, I kind of prioritized it too because it was like these are messages or like comments from people that are listening yeah. in. But it does it drains you from wanting to do anything on your personal because you're just like, no, I already answered like seventeen messages. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to do. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do social media in general. Yeah, and feeling like there's an obligation to do it to be part of the community is just total bull yeah you know what i've actually found pretty freeing in the last few months um because i'm actually right now i'm doing uh three instagram accounts um three three i have a personal account yeah that i use for just just pictures of my kid yeah. and only people i know i have mine and then i have critical hit i run critical hits oh um i thought instagram. you had like a a, a, a secret, a secret one. one that yeah. you didn't know about yes yeah, no i did <laughs> no i have my personal one that i will not add people to I, unless i know them in real I life technically manage for without part of my stash i was managing five with part of my stash yeah that's just because my again my line of work it, but it two is. of them are mine like one is like, again like that personal right with you have my the one family, with the kids and, and the, the kids people in you it. know yeah um yeah but um you know one of the things that i i've noticed a lot and people saying and i and i have been let me be quite frank i have been very fortunate that nobody has said this to me even if they were thinking it nobody has said it and you know I think that's great. But a lot of people saying like, this is supposed to be a crafting account. You should not be talking about other things. I've gotten that. <laughs> and I, I was actually scrolling through my, my Instagram today out of boredom and looking at my pictures from the last few months. And I'm like, okay, uh, landscape forest. Oh, there's my shawl. Yep. That's the back of my kid's head. Okay. That's another view. And Oh, there's the same shawl. And there's a mountain, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, this that is, pretty much sums up your life." It is mountains, it is. Isn't it child, great? isn't it freaking great? I love it, I love it. <laughs> but here's the thing: like, I have not had a single person say anything to me, and maybe, maybe people have thought it. That's my living room, and I, I'm trying to imagine, and I'm sure people do it, but imagine going into somebody's house and saying, you know, I really hate the way this looks. And I really don't want to talk about this right now. And you should cater your needs to serve me in your space. Oh, there's so much I could say right now. I'm sure you can. <laughs> there are people out there that will go into your living room and make of those comments. Of course there are. Uh, they don't, they're not allowed in my house anymore. But, but that's, that's the thing. It's like posting things out of obligation mm. is this is that is your living room. It would be for you to change what you are posting to change your Instagram or whatever to try to suit everybody around you would be like decorating your living room to make somebody else happy. The people that choose to come to my social media page and interact with me, they get what they get. And if they don't like what they get, like they 
they can choose to go elsewhere and, you know, no hard feelings the same way that I can choose to go elsewhere. And I don't mean that sarcastically. It's like, if, if this isn't serving you, if, if this isn't entertaining you, you know, unfollow. We've all done it. Every single yeah. one of us has unfollowed accounts that were like, this person isn't talking about stuff that interests me, or they said something that bothered me, and I've left. But I, I hate the idea that, well, you are a crafter, you should only do a crafting account. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't talk about things that are a part of your life, okay, or that but- have altered your life, because that that doesn't interest me. Well, it's not about you. This is my space. You're also so much more than just a crafter. Right. <laughs> but that's that's the way that some people act. It's like, yeah. well, you haven't talked about knitting in so long. You haven't talked about this. I don't care that you're doing this other thing. I don't care about your family life. I don't care about your hardships. I don't care about your new hobby. You know, stick to crafting. And I, again, I'm so grateful that I personally have not experienced that. But I think it's garbage. It's like, this is my living room. You want to come into my living room? Enjoy this is what you're going to get. <laughs> like, you follow a ton of other right. living rooms. You, Find you can go to someone else's today. living room if you don't. If, if the color of my walls offends you, you can go <laughs> elsewhere. Listen, if you're looking for a bunch of picture-perfect flat lays with a bunch of sweaters and socks and shawls that are finished in beautiful colors and knitly, knitly, Night knit, uh, neatly <laughs> knitted. I'm leaving that in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't go to my account. <laughs> right, and there are tons of other people that do yeah. that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I every so often, like especially when I was test netting, I would try to do like a really, really nice picture of the well, finished project yes, because they, so they, they, they kind of yeah, yeah, they can yeah. Use it, yeah. And sometimes I like to pose it and make it look real nice. But I mean, lately, if you look at my Instagram, half of my picture, like here's my sweater, it's draped over the couch, like that's. <laughs> what you got here's my thing on my pumpkin blanket with probably a cat sitting on it and i'm not gonna crop that out so <laughs> enjoy well, my cat you got okay <laughs> well and i think it's more like life is messy and then life every once in a while i'm like i'm gonna put this on the table life is messy and people need to see that more often right and it and it's and it's again it is fine it is totally fine if you are the person if that is your artistic metier that you like to make a, a layout and make everything look beautiful i have to do it all the time with the yarns yeah. i do oh, i yeah. have to stay like well, nobody wants to see a pile of yarn on a table like ta-da i mean i'll take that anyway. um no but uh, to that point if you're a business account obviously different rules apply because Obviously, your yeah. photos do matter and the content you do po- post matters because you are trying to make the sale at the end of the day like you could you know here's this pile of crap yeah <laughs> on my pumpkin I mean, blanket next to my, my pumpkin cat. blanket here's if, it my doesn't, cat. if it doesn't look like you care as a business why should i yeah, so exactly. i get i get that yeah but like when it comes to an individual account or even a, I, I like to call it like a creator account yeah. so like if you're creating a podcast or you're creating your own knits like you're you're not necessarily necessarily like selling your ready-mades or something like that yeah like i i mean when i when i want to sell a pattern yeah i exi- same i make it all pretty i do the nice little lay oh, you gotta gussy I want, it up yeah, yeah i want people to like like the pattern but but no but if that's <laughs> not your vibe if that's not your yeah. jam like you shouldn't feel obligated to have to do that right oh i haven't posted in like a week i'm like I'm going to post a picture of Francis sitting on the porch looking all cute and happy. And I got like one comment. It was just like, I really needed this today. Thank you. And I was like, you know what? That was perfect. One person's day. That's all I care about. That's all I want. So while I am very happy that you've never gotten any of those comments, um, unfortunately, I don't know what I did, but. um, Had a lot more followers than I do. (laughs) 
A lot, a lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't have many followers. I don't have a lot, a lot. You have way more than I do. I, I have, I okay, yes, but like, not. I'm not like, I don't have like 500 that, like it's nothing crazy. Um, no, so, but it is a thing where you get, the more followers you get, the more trolls you attract. It's, it, I think it's, it's true. people like almost want to curate you. <laughs> say it no i've I've um i get like um i think the first time it happened to me was i was doing a reel i heard this audio and i really liked it and it was basically all these people were doing the the idea was it was all these people like that covered their tattoos and then they would uncover their tattoos at the end to show how many they actually had so it like looks like you don't but then you do and i really like that because i always if i wear like a long sleeve shirt with a crew neck you don't know i have tattoos yeah. like it's n- unless you know me you don't know i have tattoos so i was like okay i'll i'll do that that's fun so i did the reel i got like at least if i remember off the top of my head it was at least like five or six messages of people going unfollowing i only want to see fiber art stuff like that had nothing to do with anything and blah blah blah. and i'm like you just can scroll on past friend like also do you need to announce that you're leaving i know that was (laughs) this is not the airport i need to announce your departure (laughs) also like i don't like okay like yeah no you don't need to announce that you're leaving no honestly it was the first message i got from you i didn't even know you were there Like, what do you want me to do? So um, like, I message you an apology? Like, like I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, anyways. But yeah, so it just like, it's odd. And I think sometimes when I get those kind of messages, I don't post for a while. Because it just annoys me. Because I'm just like, well, and then then I'm like, and then I go through the phase of I'm going to delete my account. And then everybody talks me out of it. <laughs> And then, and then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll like post some, and then like I post a couple and like go from there. But it's like I honestly, if you if there's random hiatuses for me, it's almost always because like someone sent me something either just like unnecessary or nasty because I've gotten those too, and it's like why, like what in the why? And I'm I just, real cool. Yeah, just like I think one of the most egregious <laughs> ones I ever saw was a knit blogger that I follow, and she had gone through some very devastating losses in her family over a very short period of time and her posting slowed to a crawl and when she was posting she was reflecting a lot on the the grief she was going through at the time i i had not lost a parent so i had not experienced that you know now in hindsight i'm like i can understand exactly how she was feeling because when you go through through a loss any loss it is it's 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 your whole life for a while like you can't get it out of your head and i can totally understand why she was posting about it and she did say like a lot of people were like you know you've changed and i don't come for this content and i don't you know there's no crafting content on this blog anymore and it's like again that's your living room that's your life this isn't a stage where you're performing for people. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to to see you. And I think I think just I can't even I can't imagine saying that to somebody like you're not talking about stuff anymore that interests me. I don't care what you're going through. You need to entertain me. Oh, on that I note. I can't with that. If I just to anybody who's ever like bugged me that I haven't released a pattern recently. Every time you do that, I don't want to. <laughs> Wait, really? People sure. Look, I was going to do it, but now that you have put that expectation on me, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, it's like, I, well, dare you ask me to do that? I mean, I are we talking on? about saying like, 
are you working on patterns or why haven't you released a pattern? No, like, why? Oh, not see, are. like the, the former, I'm like, that's no, nice. No, I don't mind that. Yeah. That's very nice. Then I'll like, say, like, there's yeah, an interest. I'm, yeah, I'm doing yeah. this and I'm, because I am. There is a collection I am working on. I would love to get it out this fall, but honestly, with there's a lot of stuff going on too. There's just, there's a lot going on in my life right now. So I don't know, but uh, the idea is still there and I still want to make it. It just might be next fall like I don't but I'm not holding myself to a deadline because it's this is my creative process and I'm not going to force myself to push through it just so that these these folks can you know dance dance (laughs) and as we said as we said if you're going to put out a pattern and you're going to do it right it takes a lot of work yeah Yeah. and you can slap something together and throw it online but that doesn't mean that it's going to come out looking right yeah yeah there's a lot of effort that goes into pattern making part of that collection like they're essentially I can say they're beanies but they're super complicated they're not like your standard just like freaking stock net nothing like it's they have a lot of parts. <laughs> so just there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you could so. run with that, folks. Um, but like, yeah, I don't want to just like throw it out there. And then everybody's like, oh, this sucks. Like, I'd rather like take the time, you know, test it myself, like actually make them myself, make sure that the, it is easy enough to make in the way in my head that it works. Mm-hmm. And if it does, and you know, people, other people can test it too, then yeah, and it gets tech edited. I want to do all those things. I don't want to just throw out a pattern. Yeah, you want to make sure it's it's good. Yeah. And you want to make sure it's complete and ready to go and yeah. all those things. So in conclusion, people are allowed to have preferences. Nobody's allowed to gatekeep. Mm-hmm. We would rather give money to people directly than have a third party take a, a, a cut. Mm-hmm. No yarn is morally superior to another. And social media is not important if you don't want it to be. And also, it's our living room. It's our living room. Yeah. No, don't tell me how to behave in my living room. Yeah. I like that, Meg. I do, too. If you don't like my living room, there are other living rooms that you can go hang out in. Yeah. See ya. This is my life. It's crash on a different couch. Messy and complicated. (laughs) Sometimes it's not perfect. Most of the time it's not. But also good luck finding a perfect living room. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck finding a perfect living room. That's all the time we have for this episode. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our website at pardonmystash.com. Be sure to tune in next time for more fun friends and fiber at Pardon My Stash. (laughs) 